This is the Teammates Mentoring Hour, coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC studio and online at theticketfm.com. All right, welcome into the Teammates Mentoring Hour right here on Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 Ticket, ticketfm.com. Uh, today we're joined by Stacy and Dan. Uh, Stacy is a match coordinator, I believe, specialist at that. Uh, and then Dan, he's been involved with teammates for a while now, um, has had a mentee who I believe just graduated, correct? Yes, last year. Yep, just last year. Um, and then Stacy, you have a current mentee as well, right? Or is he also just graduated? Well, I have a former mentee who graduated last year, and okay. I have a new mentee that I started with this year. So. Absolutely. Uh, so like she said, we're going to have full stories ahead. We're going to be talking about uh, hopefully some fun stories that happen along the way and maybe how you can get involved because um, this will be the last show for a while here before these guys get back. So again, if you guys want to join the conversation, Sarder Heyman text line 402-464-5685. So Dan, I'll kind of go ahead and start with you. Um, and I'm just kind of curious, you just had a mentee graduate. Um, when did you originally get started with teammates? And then, you know, what was kind of that force that really made you the decision that this is something I want to be a part of? Okay. Yeah, like you said, um, my mentee graduated last um, spring, mm -hmm. and um, I started with him. His name is Christopher, in uh, when he was in seventh grade. So it was a good, um, what is that, a six-year run? Yeah, from a seventh grader through graduating senior. Um, and um, I signed up in the fall of when he was in seventh grade. And I, I remember um, I'd heard the teammates, Mm -hmm. And it was kind of in the back of my mind, like I should take a closer look at that sometime, you know, just a way of giving back to the community and getting involved and making a difference in someone's life. And um, my church, Lincoln Berean, had a, um, a special banquet for, it was like 55 and older people, you know, that might be looking ahead to retirement, maybe time's starting to free up, they're mm -hmm. starting to think about uh, um ways to get involved in the community. And uh, Tom Osborne was the guest speaker that evening. And uh, Mark Larson, the principal at Lincoln High, okay. was also a speaker. And of course, Tom you know, outlined the program and, and Mark kind of emphasized what the needs are at Lincoln High. And uh, they had it set up where there was an opportunity to sign up and um, teammates would get back to us. And so I thought, well, no better time than now. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so I signed up and uh, got the ball rolling, and um, short order, they uh, called me up and said, let's start some training, we'll do a background check, and we'll get you connected with a mentee. That's awesome, especially yeah. you had the Tom Osborne sales pitch going for yeah. you as well. I hear a lot of those stories, and I'm always a little jealous of because I'm like, man, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just, again, it's it's credit to what this thing has become, because you got to remember, it didn't, you know, it used to be a lot smaller of a thing with just those student athletes and what's become now, um, it's absolutely incredible. So kind of switching uh, to you, Stacy, you're a match support specialist. Um, you also have a mentee and we'll dive into that later, but what does that role, um, uh, being a match sport specialist mean for you? Like, what does that all entail for teammates? Mm -hmm. Um, as a more match support specialist, I do everything to support matches. So I have a certain number of schools from mm -hmm. high school, middle school, and elementary schools that I work with the facilitators at those schools and make sure they have everything they need to, because they're actually the ones that match the, the mentor to the student that's waiting to okay. become a mentee. And then once they're matched, 
um, my job is to support the facilitator, supporting the mentor and the and the mentee both. And then we also do a lot of things through our office that help to support matches. So one example, we do community service projects on a monthly basis. We partner with a, someone in the community, another organization, and we usually we always talk to them ahead of time and, and let them know we'd like to do something and we figure out what would be most beneficial for their clients. So earlier um, uh, uh, this year, we did a service project for the Friendship Home. And so we made some, uh, it's like a picture holder. It's, it's made out of wooden, uh, thimble, uh, not thimble, wooden spool okay. and a dowel <laughs> and, a, and a clothespin. So the matches got to decorate that. So we put all the supplies together. We, we, whoever wants to do it can sign up for it. We'll send it to the school and then they do it. So that's one of the things that we do in kind of in the background at our office. We put together different academies during the school year. So this year for middle schools, we went to the school and did what we call it a connection academy. So mentors and mentees that are already meeting there at the school, they might have to change the day that they meet to, mm -hmm. so we can get them all together. And we work, We talked about strengths. So they got to do the Gallup's strengths and they got to um, work together as a mentee and mentor pair to figure out what they're good at. And we had some fun activities for them. Then at the high school level, we are starting this semester to do those connection academies, and we are supporting matches in learning about purpose and just identifying their purpose, talking about college and the future. So that's a lot of fun, too. So those are some examples of ways that match support specialist gets involved. Yeah, and I think I believe last week I heard, too, it sounds like those uh, do-it-yourself little projects that you guys are sending in the mail, it sounds like they're taking off um, in popularity a little bit. They are, yes. We need more and more kits every year <laughs> to make. So we're we're over 100 kits that we're making right now. Okay, and then you guys just make that idea yourself? You just throw, it's all your guys' ideas on putting those yeah. together? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, sometimes the community partners will come up with the idea. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll approach them and say, this is something we're thinking about, and then they oftentimes will have a different idea okay. that's more beneficial, and so we'll run with whatever they would like. Dan, you ever do any of those projects? Do you remember? No, we didn't. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if they were going on when I was involved or not. They were. Okay. <laughs> um, We've been doing them for five years now. Oh this is our fifth school year. I suppose year. you probably have mentors and mentees, though, that all kind of like doing different things. They do. Yeah. yeah. A lot of them play games. I'd be curious to hear what Dan and Christopher like to do together. Oh, What did yeah. you guys do? Well, um, you know, it started off, of course, and I, w I wanted to say that uh, – you know, whoever matched us up did an amazing job. Good. And uh, I don't know if you were involved at that time no. or not. But um, I'm, a, I'm a retired architect now and, you know, practiced here in Lincoln with a firm for 44 years. And Christopher uh, ended up um, wanting or being interested in engineering. So, you know, two related kind of allied yeah. industries, professions. And uh, so through the course of our, you know... Um, uh, term in teammates, we I was able to really um, mentor him as far as what 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 it takes to you know get through school and and on beyond school to the university and become an engineer someday. And that's the pursuit he's on right now. He's at the university his first year in civil engineering, and um, so that was an excellent match, and uh, it. It brought me back to the days when I was in his shoes and just kind of considering that daunting, yeah. um, 
you know, a thing of let alone getting to school, but then deciding what your career might be and then pursuing that, you know, at, at the university level and ultimately getting a job and, and practicing. So, um, you know, I was, I was able to kind of help give him a lot of confidence on the way, you know, pointers, what to look for, calm his nerves, mm-hmm. um, tell him he's going to do just fine. And uh, so that was a, a really nice part of the match. But, you know, getting started with him, um, first meeting him at uh, Park uh, Middle School in the media center there. And he was seventh grade, right? He was in seventh grade, okay. yep, yep. And to to think of the difference between him as a seventh grader and him as a graduating senior is pretty remarkable <laughs> to watch a, a person uh, grow up. You yeah, know, now he's those at years. UNL yeah. as well. And is yeah. that is that where you went to school it as is. well? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I can definitely see how you guys would uh, get along on that. Engineer yeah. and architect, those yeah. are yeah. two daunting majors for some people. So I'm sure exactly. that's a lot of confidence to have you like, oh, he's been there. Yeah. Um, he's done it. And again, I'd imagine that's kind of a lot of what you guys try to do. You want that mentee to maybe see a little bit um, of themselves in that mentor. Is that kind of what you're hoping for? Because I know you're not getting mentors be, Hey, you need to help this kid in school. Hey, you need to help this kid in basketball. you just want them to listen. Um, so when you're kind of putting those together, you know, what are you really looking at to create these great matches? We're looking at what they have in common, what they have, their similar interests, personality types, um, mentors and mentees both fill out a little interest survey, we call it. And that gives us an idea ahead of time who might be good matches together. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just a it's just a tool that we use to help us. So we might send, in fact, just today, um, Lynn is my coworker who assigns mentors to schools, and she noticed that there was a mentor who matched up with pretty significant significantly between two little two young mentees at one of the elementary schools, and it looked as if either student would be a good fit for for this particular mentor. So it seemed like a no brainer. Like we're just going to go ahead and send this mentor to this <laughs> school, and then we leave it up to facilitators to decide. Because of course we're we're just looking on paper, and we don't have that. That's exactly why we have these school facilitators that know the students and can meet with the students. Then they also meet with the mentor and they talk to them individually before they decide who to match with. Um, but we have I've heard so many stories of good matches. You know I think our facilitators do a really great job we do some training with them every year um, Mm -hmm. just even a refresher training but they they just know those students so well and then they get to know the mentors and we just have some remarkable mentors we are so fortunate to have so many awesome people in the city of Lincoln that have volunteered to do this and we're looking for more (laughs) yeah absolutely I will say um, you guys I think you guys do do a great job on matches because some of my favorite stories I hear a lot of times they'll they'll go to their you know, mentees, high school graduation. And from at that point on, um, you guys are saying, you're not saying the relationship over, but you're no longer doing the paperwork for them. You're not setting up those meetings. Uh, but then four years later, that same person got to watch him graduate college and that, mm-hmm. that relationship just never ended. So it's really cool that those matches last, but I do want to ask if we have any mentors, um, you know, that are, they're thinking, I don't have enough time in the day. Um, you know, maybe my kid has Wednesdays open at the school and, I can't be there on Wednesdays. You know, how flexible are those schools, you know, with those mentors so they can get in and actually get that hour in? 
Um, and you know, and how flexible are you guys? Like, what are you asking time-wise from someone who wants to be a mentor? Great question. We look at usually just one class period, which is roughly 50 minutes. And if a mentor didn't even have that much time, 30 minutes to 45 is great too. I mean, 30 minutes, I would say would be the minimum time frame that we would want a match to meet. Um, it's really not about the length of time. It's about the consistency, meeting weekly. That's what's more important, honestly, and what the research really shows is beneficial. So lunchtime, recess, mm-hmm. lunch and recess kind of combination can get us 40 minutes before school and after school. Some schools um, actually don't want to take kids out of those any of the classes or core classes. Sometimes the students just don't want to miss class either. So they are like, can we do it over lunch? Or, you know, can I stay after school? We have we don't have very many matches that meet before or after school, but those are options. They just have to meet on school property. And I the majority of our um, schools are quite flexible with the time frame. There's always a couple options. Uh, on one occasion, I had a mentor that also was a student. She was a student at UNL. Mm-hmm. And so she asked, had kind of some restrictions on time herself due to her class schedule. And there, we had to reassign her to a different school because this particular, the first place we sent her, just when the student was available, her, the, her mentee her, or her potential mentee, we didn't actually right. match them, uh, didn't match up with her availability. So that's the only time in the whole six years I've been with teammates that that's happened. So. Okay, that's good to know. And then, Dan, I'll kind of bring it back to you. Um, and again, for the text line, if you guys want to join the conversation, start at him in text line 402-464-5685. And if you want to put a face to the voice, we're also streaming on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch as well. But, uh, Dan, I want to ask you, you know, when you first became a mentee, or excuse me, a mentor, um, she's talking about the time and the consistency that's required. You know, did you have any sort of trepidation or trepidation in those early meetings? Like, you know, and Am I making an impact on this kid? Um, is this consistency working? Or was it pretty cut and even right at the beginning that you felt like you were making an impact? Well, it it took a little while to um, to kind of realize that, hey, this this kid really does want to meet with me every week, mm-hmm. you know? And, and there are times when I kind of go, well, why, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, you know, kind of got through that and realized that, Hey, this is uh, you know this is a relationship that's building and it's working, and um, you know we would uh, take a look at our schedules at the beginning of every semester, and uh, what Christopher would do is he'd he'd pick a period in the week that was an elective, you know they wanted to avoid kind of the core subjects and the harder subjects. Yeah, it makes sense. You'd, make, you'd have to make yeah. up for something like calculus. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so he'd pick uh, something that you know he could stand to miss a period a week in. And uh, my my schedule was flexible, and he was going to, to Park Middle School at the time, mm-hmm. and then he went on to Lincoln High School. My office was downtown, so running out of the office and getting to those two schools in time uh, for an appointment wasn't a problem, and uh, it just worked out. I think every year we got certificates for, you know, meeting the threshold on 20 meetings or 24, 24 meetings. Yeah, yes. 24, meetings. 24 is the magic <laughs> yeah. meeting. Yeah. And that's yeah. just the high school year, right? The you know, You're just kept going by, what's it, 32 out of? There's 36 weeks 36. in a school year. Okay, that's And we, we encourage mentors to strive to meet 24 times out of that school year. And the reason is that the research shows that when a student has that consistency from mm-hmm. an, a mentor, we see an improvement in grades, attendance, and behavior. 
And so it's, it's what we strive for. It's, you know, that gives leeway for people. They don't, we're not expecting perfection. No, no (laughs) need to come every week for 36 weeks. That's just nearly impossible. So, um, yeah, that's the answers. Yeah. And we, I mean, um, there was never a time in those six years when, you know, I thought, well, there's going to come a time when Christopher will just blow it off or forget about it or something Mm -hmm. else will come up. And that never happened. I mean, we always knew ahead of time if we had a conflict and worked through the coordinator at the schools uh, to make sure that, you know, we didn't show up in the media center during that time. That's and, awesome. And uh, the coordinator was really good about getting the word out, letting either one of us know if there was a conflict and we needed to just skip a week. Okay. And then I, I kind of want to ask you this because Stacy said the kids have a way better um, just overall they seem to do better in school if even if you know that mentee's not teaching them anything it's just consistency and being there and listening but I hear the same kind of the same for work as well for the mentors they might go back to their job after that meeting and they almost feel more productive and some of the businesses kind of like it when they're um, they have people that are involved with teammates because they come back almost even better workers did you ever feel kind of that extra boost of energy after those meetings yeah absolutely it's invigorating and um, you know here you are interacting with a, a young person and mm-hmm. they've, they've got energy and um, and you're able to interact with them and uh, help them make a difference in their lives, gives them give them advice. And you walk away from that just feeling really good about that and uh, energized. So you get back to the office and absolutely that that may, was a difference maker. That's awesome yeah. here. And then, uh, Stacy, what about you? Because I know you have currently have a mentee right now as well. Do you yeah. kind of feel that same productiveness oh, yeah. after those meetings? <laughs> when I first um, changed jobs and went to Lincoln Public Schools, I heard about, oh, you should be in teammates. You should be in teammates. Well, I felt like, well, I gotta get, I gotta get a feel for my job. I better mm-hmm. like wait a little bit. So I waited, a year went by, and then teammates came up again. And I had coworkers (laughs) that had mentees, and I'm watching them leave during the day and go mentor and come back. And they just looked super happy, like they had a great time. So finally, I signed up, and I became a teammates mentor before I started working for teammates. And I thought to myself, why didn't I do this sooner? I regretted it so much. It was the best week, the best hour of my week. I looked forward to it every week. It was just it was the highlight. I couldn't believe I didn't do it earlier, uh, you know, sooner in my, since I was there and had the opportunity. So yeah. And still, it's still true. Six years later, That's I awesome. still love, love, love mentoring. And it's just fun. It gets me out of the office too. I think us adults, when we are just grinding at work all day long, day in and day out that one time, I mean, we should do it more than once a week, honestly, take breaks, but, <laughs> but that one break a week when you're interacting with a young person and you can just, it just takes your mind off of whatever. I, we play Uno a lot now. I hear that's a hot one oh, for everyone. Goodness. That seems yes. to be one of the more popular one. ones. Yeah. My mentee, my former mentee and I loved Mancala. That was her game okay. of choice. <laughs> so I never got tired of that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm bringing a different Uno game tomorrow to Kamaya to introduce that to her. It's Uno Flip. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's fun. No, I haven't tried that one. I might stay away from Uno on day one, though, just because I know that game, you get a bunch of plus fours in a row. You might, <laughs> <I know laughs> might be a bumpy start. Uh, but nonetheless, we got to go to break here. We are going all the way up until 7 o'clock, though, so don't worry. we got a couple segments left of the Teammates Mentoring Hour right here on 93.7 The Ticket, ticketfm.com. We'll be back right after this break. Don't go anywhere. More of the Teammates Mentoring Hour is minutes away on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 